because we just get told what to do we get told how to do it and rather than find your unique voice and you're meant to be different and i think these days if you're different from even your girlfriends and this is why groups being in a group of full of of you know like women that makes you feel like you need to conform and we were thought to be like that when we were born go to school and be like everybody else rather than um like what makes you unique like find that unique voice we were not thought that and i feel like that's i want to bring that back good morning good afternoon good evening and wow that sounded so scripted but welcome to another episode of couple of lattes uh, i'm your host jacques massey as always and in today's show well today's show is actually going to be a two-part series and it's lining up to be thus far my favorite conversation to date uh, my favorite conversation that i've shared anyway there's been many more uh, with this couple uh, outside of this podcast and i'm certain there'll be many more to come and who knows in the future hopefully i'll be able to join them on their podcast uh, and their journey into sharing their truths their wisdom their experiences and their beautiful light um, so today i get to sit down with uh, delvina and nayan as we discuss uh, the balance that is in this universe between light and dark our problems are not a direct result of darkness more so the problems we afflict ourselves with are a result of not acknowledging and not facing up to that darkness to live a beautiful life a happy life we must all face our individual darkness to live in the light we must first emerge from the shadows and acknowledge their presence is always always there in today's podcast, I had the privilege of sitting down with Delvina and Nayan as we dive deep into facing darkness and finding precious moments of enlightenment. Because of the depth and length of this conversation, as I mentioned before, I've split it into two episodes. Uh, part one is based around self-awareness and meditation, and part two is focused around Nayan's incredible, incredibly moving story and his experience with facing and deeply controlling his parasitic darkness. So calm your mind, open it up to all possibilities. Subscribe, of course, leave a five-star rating, comment and share, and please sit back with a coffee in hand and enjoy another episode of Couple of Lattes. Is he like yes, Jacques? it's French. I mean, we heard it first, and then we saw your that's the spelling. Yeah. So that's why we were. It was easy, but otherwise, I think I would have trouble mm. pronouncing it. But like the South African cricketer Jacques, he's Jacques. Pretorius. Callus. Jacques Callus. Yeah. I think he's Jacques Callus. Jacques. I don't know. Many no, people no. ruin it. No, I think he's Jacques. So yeah. people ruin it. Anyway, it's a very cool name. I love it. Mm. Yeah. Actually, yeah. all of us are really cool names. Yeah. I remember the first time sure. we had our conversation, actually, mm. walking back. You told me your name, and you yeah. told me your name. I was like, 
Okay, they're both cool. <laughs> 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 That's why we named the brand. My, my, mine's cooler than yours, though, because I'll tell you why. <laughs> well, it's more interesting because it's it's you can spell it backwards. Okay. It's a palindrome. N a y a n n a y a n. Okay. Yes. And it means yes. and it also means eyes. Which yeah. I had glasses since I was four, yeah. so it was a bit of a fail. Yeah, oh, you've, <laughs> you've thought this through, huh? Well, it's, it's deep. Yeah, I didn't think my parents thought it through. No, the the N A Y A N. I never thought of that. Yeah, I never thought of that. Special. Yeah. Wow. And that's how long have you guys been together? Eleven. Eleven years. There you go. You learn something new. You don't know that. No, I never really like put attention. Yeah. But wow. I always knew what it meant. <laughs> I always, yeah, yeah, I always knew that it meant eyes, and yeah, yeah. you have a beautiful name, yeah. definitely. Yes, interesting. You can spell it backwards. Yeah. <laughs> what else? Okay, here's a test. What's another <laughs> word you can spell backwards? Oh God! Why are you guys looking at me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's your podcast. You should know. Um, yeah. oh, what's another one? Now I'm on the spot. Um, now I was looking at you, tell me that. <laughs> I'm gonna Google it. I, I don't even know. I have no idea. There's a whole list of them. <laughs> but I love how you mess. say that your name is better than my name. Hello. Hello. That is some confidence there. <laughs> it's, it's a bit of ego pop. Yeah, I know. Just get it out of the way before we get into the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a revisit. <laughs> you, uh, kayak. Oh, I should know that. I'm Re- kayak. Yes. A uh, race car? No way. Oh, wow. True. UFO tofu? That's because aliens oh. eat tofu. That's what's coming up. Yeah, UFO. Oh, that's not a word, but. Imagine if we get taken over by aliens. They're just everyone's eating tofu. They're vegan. The aliens are vegan. Madam, mom, noon, radar. Okay, yeah, let's ah. There's like a massive yeah. list. Okay. Anna? No, I just feel embarrassed. I didn't say mom. Yeah. That's a pretty easy one, really. Wow. Like, wow. 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 Yeah. Wow, we should have known better. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> well, now, now that the, uh, the ice is broken, with, what did you call me again? What are those things called? Palindrome. Palindrome. Yes. It's you know, a think yeah, palindrome was spelled like a palindrome. Yeah, exactly. Mm. That's, but the English language is really twisted, so it's like it, it's full of errors. It is. So maybe that's, that's a representation of the language. Who created the language? Who created English? <laughs> wow. We so yeah. haven't even touched on the topics yet. So, no, sometimes <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> because yeah. I will say words. That's a good question. And then Nay will correct me because I have an accent. Mm. Then I wonder like, who you, even you, created the language you, anyway? You like, also don't another live human in this being? dimension. So. Another, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have to like manage her three-dimensional interaction sometimes <laughs> like <laughs> the words that get made up <laughs> That's it's too funny so, I, so think, I think that would be kind of like a nice segue actually to you Delia, yes. because obviously this is your voice that we're hearing okay. not my hands sorry man. um but maybe you mentioned you had a bit of an accent so mm-hmm. i want to dive into a little bit about what we talked about the other day um and maybe we can base that around your journey. Because mm-hmm. um, one thing that really fascinated me about you was 
It's kind of what we were talking about the other day, actually, which was your energy. And I feel like you're really there and you're kind of taking it each moment. And now that I've done a bit of meditation, I can tell that that, um, that vibration, which mm-hmm. we'll get into later, because I think it was fascinating what you were telling me about vibrations. Mm-hmm. I think that comes from a lot of internal work and your own kind of personal journey. Yeah. But before we get too deep, maybe you can tell whoever's listening, mm-hmm. who is Delvina? Where do you come from? What do you do? So I was born in Jakarta, mm-hmm. Indonesia. And I grew up there until I was 15 years old. Mm-hmm. I went to Singapore to do my high school for two years. And then when my high school was finished, didn't like Singapore, um, and then decided to come to Melbourne for my college degree. What didn't you like about Singapore? Uh, it was just, um, they were too competitive. Mm-hmm. And they were promoting being an individualist and um, being better than the other. Mm-hmm. They have a term for it. Um, Let's see. Oh, I can't remember, but they have a term for it's it. in Chinese. Um, the competitiveness that they have. Mm. Anyway. I know in China it's something like face. Like they, they have something over there that might be the equivalent of what you're talking about, where it's like having face where like you have... It's In my opinion, it's like ego, basically. Like mm. Showing other people that you've been successful in a way. Mm. Is it similar to that? Like, it's kind of this was just, um, I think, planted in schools where um, you have to be better than the other. It means they don't promote working in a group together. Mm. Um, and where I came from, Indonesia, is all about working together, making friends, and being social and being kind and helping one another. Um, and if you sometimes even make a mistake and your friend will like cover it for you. Mm. Like that's how we grew up. Like it was so much fun. Is there a strong kind of like family uh, yeah. orientation there? Like... Yeah, I think um, just the nature it's of um, the, the, the culture of being an Indonesian means we really um, put a high value of having a smile on our face or just um, being kind to each other. Mm. So there is a strong value in that. And then when we went to Singapore, everyone was just stressful. You know, there's that. Um, the culture is very different. Everything's so busy. Everything is so busy and, you know, it's all about the go, go, go. And then, yeah, we. I went there with my sister and my sister did her interior um, architecture school oh, and cool. she hated it like she had a yeah she hated it she because the teacher was um, discriminating her and then you know it was just yeah, it was too stressful for her and so we just decided that we don't want to be in Singapore yeah, so yeah. then I left and then um, spoke to my parents and thankfully you know they were established enough to send me to Melbourne. And um, how old were you at this point? I was 17. Mm-hmm. And then th- this was 2018. 
no sorry 2008 2018 no 2008 i came to melbourne and did my um first uh, semester yeah in arts and um, communication yeah right. that was my degree yeah and so fast forward to now you have your own business how did that come about what kind of led you to there so then in 2014 after being in melbourne for like uh, eight years i decided to just go back home um Anand and i we can i say and and i yeah. I mean, he's in the picture, right? Yeah, of okay. course, yeah. You're welcome to jump in. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, was, I was trying to be Jamie from Joe Rogan's podcast, trying oh, to find that word for you. I'm like researching. Did I'm you like, find it? No, I can't find it. it. Some Singaporean oh, words. Bro, like, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, a, <laughs> that guy's really efficient, by yeah. the way. Competitiveness <laughs> word. You can't find it? Okay. No, I try. Yeah, I couldn't. Okay. It didn't come up. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I think there are... They're a very serious government. They yeah. monitor the internet, so they don't want to badmouth themselves. Yeah, maybe. I think. Yeah. So anyway, so this was 2014, right? After working for two yeah. years um, in fashion retail, um, I was just done. Like I was working for Louis Vuitton for a year mm. um, from 2013 to 2014, and then I realized that um, I can't. I want to work for myself and I don't want to work for other people. How was like the Louis Vuitton environment? Um, like, I've got a picture in my head, but that's just my assumption. I don't know what it's actually like. I, I'm just interested. Mm, no, it was great. Yeah, yeah it was great. Like, um, they really trained us based on um, a good service. Mm. So, even if a customer is buying or not, it doesn't matter. Because it's all about that, um, the impression, the, impression, the, the persona, the experience mm. yeah. of that individual. Because that's what she will tell to her family. And it's all about word of mouth. Yeah, true. So it's not about sales. Like we were not trained based on that. Mm. Um, that's really interesting. Like, yeah. That's why I like asking these questions because this is my own bias. I look at Louis Vuitton. I don't yeah. know you name. Mm. I'd look at it and my first thought would be, oh, like, that would be such a terrible place to work. It must be all sales driven. It must be all, like, competitive. And then here you are telling me it's the total opposite. Yeah. It just yeah. shows me, like, yeah, my bias was just based on a product that obviously the product is marketed to, yeah. you know, yeah. high, how would you explain? High, net, with a lot of high, high net, net worth. worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. High yeah, net worth. Yeah. But it's not a surprise why you have that impression because all of the other brands um i mean some of my friends that worked for other brands they mm. were taught to sell mm. not to create a, yeah, they didn't have a amazing experience. experience yeah um so i used to work for karen millen a women's clothing store and right. they didn't train on creating an amazing experience and it was all about selling mm. so i think it's just in almost all retail stores it's all about the sales mm. so that's why it was such an interesting experience when i went to lv and i did not expect that they would be mm. um teaching us on like hey lv is like a house like they even 
use the word house mm. when people enter it should feel like they're entering an ex- uh, a space of when they're like guests basically and we're yeah. the hosts so we were we were trained on that cool yeah that totally destroyed my <laughs> my expectations of yeah yeah cool, okay so i've got you a little bit off track here but so you finished up with LV? Finished with LV. That was 2014. And then I, I had learned everything I wanted to learn. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like, I, yeah, I, I was done with the learning process. And I couldn't, I didn't want to step up in the company anyway. Mm-hmm. And um, I get bored easily. I mean, when I'm done learning and there's no uh, space to grow, mm. I move forward. Mm. So I'm, I've always been the person who wants to keep moving forward, who wants to keep growing. Mm. So when I get stuck, I actually cannot uh, stand it. I feel like my soul is um, is, is prisoned. It's been held back. Yeah, it's been, it's been held back. So I, I think that's something that most people, I think everyone actually has mm. that innate desire to grow and to learn and to become something more. But a lot of people just get trapped in yeah. the, I guess the validation of others or the opinions of others. Mm-hmm. So I think for you to realize about that about yourself already just speaks for, like, I guess who you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking the other day about how you had, how did you say it, and how, how she was kind of able to be, she was kind of born with, that was your superpower, right? To be present and to kind of understand yourself. Yeah. Because a lot yeah. of people work an entire lifetime to understand yeah. So I guess yeah. maybe that was you just understanding, all right? She's not um, bound by the structures of the three-dimensional world. So mm-hmm. she s- sees everything clearly and it's just black and white. There's no gray. There's no confusion. There's no emotion that clouds her judgment. It's mm-hmm. just, it just, everything is. And she has this amazing ability to be composed no matter what's happening around it. Like there's no reaction. Like there's... She's seen so many things, like storms around her, and nothing happens. Yeah. Like she's just always like, in, just calm, and um, you get guided. Like your heart is way louder than your your brain. There's yeah. that's like a default setting that mm-hmm. we all have to work really, like go, go through tremendous suffering to get to that point. I feel like you've just you came here, or with your heart in charge, mm. and yeah. that's that's an amazing thing to watch. Yeah, and, and it comes with internal work. It just, I have to spend time with myself and mm. ask deeper questions, mm. which I think people, most people don't do. And do you think people are afraid to ask those questions? Yeah, I think it's really confronting mm. to see yourself in the mirror constantly perfecting yourself. That's the work that I love, actually. Mm. Most people avoid that. I'm always constantly looking at myself and asking, okay, where can I get better? Where can yeah. I improve? Like I have no fear in falling. Mm. That's something that I always have this like clarity that I live once and I will never come back. It's a one-time experience. So if I fall, I only fall to the ground. Mm. So it doesn't matter. Like what have I got to lose? It's my life no one else's life and I get to live it for me Mm. and that was always clear that's really awesome yeah that's really beautiful that was always clear um I had 
a fe- like this this fear came into me when I wanted to um, go back and open up my own clothing line. Mm-hmm. Um, the, that fear that came was you don't have a college degree in fashion. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you going to enter this path? You know, you don't have that. Um, that's when Nay played such a big role in that decision because we spoke about that. And he gave me the confidence to um, just go for it. Mm-hmm. He asked me one really deep question I will never forget. He said, if today was your last day, what would you do? Yeah. If today was your last day, what would you do? So what did you do with your last day? I said that, <laughs> no, it was, yeah, what would you do? And I said, I would be designing and making clothes. Mm. That's like, that's my passion. Mm. So. I would be doing that so he said that's it like just go for it now mm. and that that was 2014 and I decided to go back and that's the beginning of our long distance relationship yeah, yeah I think that's how we originally yeah kind of connected was the fact that you guys have done long distance and I'm currently in <laughs> yeah and your sister is like what she's, was she seven years she was she's a long seven distance years. master yeah long she's distance. like the long distance Yoda right <laughs> Yeah, and they met like, I don't know, a few times and you can count how long they were together, maybe six months out of the seven years, crazy. something crazy. Yeah, we did. I did the maths at, yeah, at, the, at our wedding during my speech. Yeah. I had it. it was like, how? it was not even, not even 12 weeks or something. Mm. I think it was maybe 16 weeks, something around that. They would meet for a holiday for like maybe two weeks. That's in seven years was the physical time they spent together. But they a few months they made yeah. it. They made it. And now they just moved out into their own home. So Yeah. yeah married and amazing. Yeah. So so yeah, tell me tell me about that. So now the experience. The experience of starting your own mm. business. And then maybe from there because I think we're yep. kind of already slowly tying this into the spiritual side of who you are and um, how you base a lot of your decisions in your heart rather than your mind. You let mm. your heart direct your mind as opposed yep. to the opposite. Yep. And how, I guess, like you guys vibrated so well together that you were able to do this long distance and you were able to plug the holes that the other one couldn't plug themselves. And, mm-hmm. In essence, you know, like fill in the gaps and mm-hmm. help each other find your purpose yeah. i guess mm-hmm. in this lifetime <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah can, and, can and i say one thing about your journey though like the, when you you just touched it about yeah. how you thought you needed to go to fashion school mm-hmm. and i think the thing with me is like i'm very like i don't like st- the established structures that are set up to that these systems that the world has put in place that forces everyone to go through these mm-hmm. this system and you a lot of people's doubts and fears are am i capable can i do things without being a part of the system mm-hmm. and i'm a very rebellious against those systems mm-hmm. and i think that's where we it was just that was like a big moment where i was like no you can do this you des- you don't need anyone to teach you how to design that's your talent mm-hmm. and yes. the more you systemize your talent the worse it's going to get like you're going to lose your your gift yep. and it's it's like you, and that is and that was huge that that is your unique gift where you can see someone like mm. Nay's really good at being able to to see the deeper truth of who you are mm. he just sees you are so talented mm. 
at this like you were born for this mm. like all of your clothes everything that you wear and it is your natural gift so for him it was a no-brainer you, mm. you, you he was almost confused like, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 like you don't need anyone to tell you yeah that how to do what you do best naturally yeah. and that's only going to stuff you up and yeah you don't to be that's great it. you don't need to fit in the system the yeah. great people were they were beyond they yeah, transcended the system yeah. yeah right and i'm a, like that's what suffocates everyone yeah. everyone has so much like ability mm. and talent but they get suffocated by what you said earlier about validation like why do you need everyone to approve of you? Yeah. Just you can swim straight through that structure and shine so bright that they will come flocking to you. And mm. I just think sometimes we we don't have enough confidence in ourselves to trust that, mm-hmm. that we'll penetrate through. Mm. Um, and I think... Or have the support. Yeah, well, and yeah. so we had each other because, yeah. like, you know, there's many people that have said stuff to you along the way and yeah. they say stuff to everyone, but yeah. I don't know. I'm just... Those people don't know you, though, right? No, they don't know. And it's actually their fear they're projecting on the other person because they think, oh, if you go through that structure, it's going to be safe. Well, how many people go through New York fashion school? Like, tell me, like, it must be thousands of super talented kids that go. But the thing that stops them from becoming huge is really conquering their fear. Like, can you go? How do you teach someone to have the courage to put their life on the line, all their money and do their spiritual work, which is the most important thing, and emanate the energy of someone who's successful. Mm. No one's teaching that. Mm. That's the real skill. Mm. It's not the technical stuff. I mean, anyone can learn that. So uh, I think it's yeah. it's very twisted. The system yeah. is upside yeah. down. So Yeah, and I think that's, that's what it is. Everyone comes with an innate gift, and that's our purpose to yeah. fulfill that mm. gift and make sure that we utilize that gift mm. and we use it um so i went back to mm. focus on that yeah do so what let's, what let's i love so it was 2014 just before i turned 25 mm-hmm. yeah um i went back home and this with $10,000 savings in my account mm-hmm. and um, this we decided to do long distance and my sister which I, I'm really close with she was in Melbourne um, working mm-hmm. and it was it was really difficult because we were like very close and we had a comfort zone mm-hmm. um, life was comfortable and Melbourne already felt like home at the time so going back home means going back to my parents house which was <laughs> not easy mm. you know going back because it's not my space and i had left that space for a long time um but the good thing was they supported me mm. you know they if this is what you want to do because i went back home to do a three-month course um to learn the technical skill of um sewing mm-hmm just to know how it works, um, have a background, a little bit of background, and went back home to do that. Um, and didn't enjoy the technical side of fashion at all. Mm. And like getting yeah, it you, perfect, like the threading yeah. or sewing, like that 
was not what I was created you're the, you're to do. Design, I am the visual, like I am sure. a very visual person and I can put things together. Like I can see a piece of fabrics and turn it into a dress. Mm. Here's a crazy question, a little, yeah. bit, a little bit out from the topic. We're still on the topic. Mm. When you walk down the street sometimes and you see people in clothes that mm. aren't really that fashionable, Mm. Um, a great example of <laughs> do you no, like, I like people, it are you able to visualize and be yeah. like okay they look good in that and i reckon i do that do you ever do that yeah like all yeah. the time okay cool all yeah, the time i just asked because thais is in some sort of design as well yeah. she'll look around the buildings yeah. and be like oh, i wouldn't have done that yeah have. yeah it's, it's interesting because i i don't have that kind of visual yeah i am very visual if like Nip put on clothes or my sisters put on clothes and or anyone on the street I'm always like tweaking like I'm like okay something is off like it's just it's not great together like I, I have an overall look um, idea of the overall look and mm. then so if I don't like something I see it straight away yeah. and sometimes with my sisters with them i can just say it you know bloodly yeah like we we just spoke about this yeah, we, it's been a, a massive it's been evolution. a journey yeah. it's, it's, it's been a journey with him finding his fashion sense <laughs> and that had come oh true yeah, no. i like a fashion <laughs> well, we live in tracks of pants it's perfect <laughs> And that had come through my creations. Mm. So true Davina clothing. Okay, we'll speak. We'll get to that. We'll get yeah. to that. <laughs> and um, so anyway, we'll go back to, I went back home, mm. um, did the three-month course and decided that I'm not good at this. This is not my thing. Mm. Um, and was, I was able to create a plan where we we did it like name was my person every time i had like a confusion or problem or whatever it was he was my go-to person mm -hmm. even if we were not having so-called a romantic relationship because mm -hmm. he was going through his thing i was going through my thing we were just focused on ourselves mm -hmm. not um we were focused on each other's dreams mm -hmm. but not focused as a team per se like a how do we create the most beautiful relationship like it was not in that our agenda no time. it wasn't our focus mm -hmm. um our focus was okay how um if i had a problem i would call him if he had a problem he would call me like we would we, we were best friends like let's, that let me see if i understand this so you were I, I wrote a blog about this actually the other day okay so the way i see a lot of relationships and the, the reason i think a lot of relationships fail is because mm -hmm. there's this concept of two halves coming yeah. together yeah and i don't believe that at all i yeah. think it's two holes mm. so if you have someone like what you're describing now to me this sounds like this concept of although you guys were apart yeah nay wanted you to be the strongest hole you possibly could have and yeah. you vice versa for nay so that when you did yeah. come together correct um of course you had a beautiful you have a beautiful relationship yeah but you're still two whole strong people so yeah. if you know for some crazy reason, you know, there's someone involved in a plane crash or something terrible happens to the other partner. You know that that person is still going to be like solid, you know? Yeah. It's not going to be half of them being torn away. Yeah. And I think that's why a lot of relationships yeah. fail is because exactly. then you start relying yeah. upon the other it's... half and the other half stops acting the way you yep. want the other half to and then make them up. <laughs> yeah. Have you... Number one problem in yeah, a relationship exactly. where you depend on each other to yeah. be happy. And we... That's like a blog post. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I like I like that. Yeah, we let each other fly, and I that's when we thrive. Say it again, sir. We let each other fly, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
like yeah yeah be who we whoever we want to be mm-hmm. and that's why it makes us the strongest Love that. Yeah. Have you seen a um through our you don't know this when you're growing up unfortunately because mm. no one really teaches you about relationships like there's so much that we don't get educated on as we're growing up but it through when I reflected back on once our relationship started getting really good I saw in ruin mats like Venn diagrams two circles mm-hmm. overlapping and there's a mm-hmm. middle part I mean that's exactly what you're saying because it that is the perfect representation of a perfect relationship to individual people that are whole that know who they are and there's a massive component of being by yourself and having your own purpose individually you have to go and express that and then you meet in the middle mm. and that's yeah, what happened yeah there's a part of you that's connected mm. that we share there's part of you which is still your own individual yeah which yes. is fine but you got to take responsibility for that and yeah. you have to let each other express that otherwise it's suffocating and i think what you were saying is this there's such mm. a de- you you have to be two individual independent people mm. otherwise you will that dependency is really coming from weakness and then you're just like leaking it just becomes like you're leaking into the other person's circle and you start ruining the other person's circle that that mm. circle and it's yeah. it's not right like you you got to get your your life together mm. and that's your responsibility yeah and so we we were working on ourselves yeah. a, a lot yeah. like during this, yeah. during this period of time Massively. where he was in melbourne he was focusing on his cricket and trading. cricket and trading and mm. i was home and i wanted to create this business mm. so which is very hard because i went back alone i didn't have a team i did not have anyone i was um like alone mm. yeah like this one bird like is it like like you're being thrown and it's like okay learn how to fly yeah you know? <laughs> like the, the yeah like, yeah. Like, oh. yeah 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 it's like it's, oh my god yeah. Yeah, I was going. <laughs> yeah. yeah this is you yeah this is yeah. me it's like just learn how to fly like figure it out you uh-huh. know so um and then what happened was uh i so much uncertainty like i didn't know how i was going to do it um what type of business i would have and who i was as a designer i had no idea because i had not created a piece mm. i needed to find somebody that could translate my imagination into reality mm. and that was my challenge so that was to find one. that person okay. that was the step one mm-hmm. basically i just have to find this person um that's the main goal i did not know how i would find that person but i just knew that i needed that was the beginning mm. you know um so i made a commitment i said okay there's so much that you don't know of what can you achieve with what you know of mm. what can you commit every day to grow at something so i challenged myself with two activities first was um meditation commit mm-hmm. to meditation cool. and then the second thing was running this was in 2014 still yeah this was okay. yeah this was going in early to 15 mm-hmm. yeah because after the three month course and then it was new year's mm-hmm. eve so i think this was 2015 when i decided to commit mm-hmm. um to two things which was meditation and um going to the gym 
and running basically. Working out the mind and working out the body, really. Yeah, yeah. And I started with five minutes meditation every morning. I would wake up at 7.30 and do five minutes. That slowly, gradually uh, became 20 minutes after like two, three months. Mm -hmm. um, so in that process, that's in that meditation, I was given an experience. Um, an awakening experience that changed me. Mm. Let's dive into that. Yeah. Um, I think after three months of meditating every day, um, one time I I would put 20 minutes alarm on my phone mm -hmm. uh, usually. And this time, um, well, afterwards, after I finished my meditation anyway, I found out that I was meditating. I had meditated for an hour. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And my experience was um, my the spirit had left the body. Mm -hmm. So there was uh, the beginning of the dissolution of Delvina. Mm -hmm. So the spirit left the body and experienced this vastness of blackness mm -hmm. and... It was very scary because to experience blackness means I just remember I think my spirit was just saying just surrender, let go, like let go, keep letting go and just keep surrendering. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of that and it just keep dropping uh, Delvina the identity and the body just keep dropping and dropping because the blackness was just the scariest thing mm -hmm. to go so deep and to see nothing. And then suddenly there were so many colors and so many fractals um infinite of stardust and like all of the colors mixtures of colors um, mandala after mandala mm -hmm. after a mandala so it was just like the most beautiful thing i've ever experienced yeah and that experience was wow like i just mm. i i was so mesmerized by it mm. and made me so humble made the, the most humbling experience and then had come back from that experience and then i remember just crying mm. like after med that meditation just felt the oneness and it was just like god had given me that um feeling Mm. which was you are protected mm. by the mother universe mm. and that was that feeling of oneness mm. that whatever step you take in this world that you are protected mm. and that was very um, empowering. empowering but um, humbling and um, warming mm. it was very warming mm. and from that that onwards, uh, my connection with another human being, with um, nature, with um, everything, like wh whoever, any living thing that I came in contact with, I could see myself in them. Mm. Whether it's a it's it's a tree or it's a flower or it's a human being, it's just a constant um, this. Um, emptiness that mm. always emanates when I meet 
um, or I come in contact with any living things. Mm. And that just feels really, really special. And my, and my meditation experience from that onwards, um, I kind of just kept letting go and things just kept being presented. I saw the poverty of this world and I grew up in a third world country. So I had put a blind on to my surroundings, like mm. people in the street. Um, and suddenly I just, I saw everything, you know, I, I, I feel for everybody. And yeah, you, you feel you want to help. Mm. There was that sense that I have a responsibility and I need to fulfill my purpose to help these people need help. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So what I, what I want to ask is you mentioned before the dissolution mm. of Delvina. Mm-hmm. So explain that. Is that what I'm understanding is that you stopped seeing yourself as just a single identity and you saw yourself as just part of a much, much, much bigger whole. Mm-hmm. Is that? Infinite. Yeah. Yeah. So what is that infinity? Is that the universe as we kind of classified or is that what was, is that, is that what enabled you to be able to see other people and to understand them and to empathize with them and to put mm-hmm. yourself in their shoes? Yeah. Because in a way, I guess every time, like if I look at you, or if I look at Nay, I'm just looking at a mirror, right? Mm. Is that kind of in line with what you experienced? Um, so that feeling of oneness mm. with all life, um, that experience was, it felt like home. It's, it, it felt like that's what's going to happen once this body vanishes and um you're going to go back into that where you came from mm-hmm. which is um an, an infinite place of colors and um yeah just i can't i can't even say it in words because yeah. it was just like the most beautiful thing you know it's an experience it's, mm. it's, it's a direct experience with mm. where i come from mm. and which translates into when i come back into this body which is with everyone and mm. that feeling is what you said yeah empathy joy love mm. um that is the feeling that 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 all is is the feeling of home Mm. of of god mm. of consciousness of um yeah the the source mm. it was that so how did all this affect your purpose in this body in this life at this time how did that uh, mm. awakening experience yeah. change things for you you mentioned before you had yeah. this overwhelming feeling of yeah. how much you needed to achieve to yeah. be who you wanted to be yeah once you came through this experience was it still overwhelming or were you kind of easily able to go step, 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 step? Yeah. And then it became about one day at the time and one step at the time. It's mm. you get guided. So that became my purpose. That's when I realized, okay, my purpose is not just to design clothes, but um, it's to, my purpose is to wake up and this I realized as much after, maybe a year after that experience that um, after I had um, 
I had come back here last year, but um, some parts of my designing period, I had gone through some challenges where I just felt like, okay, I mean, is this the only thing I need to do in this life? Just designing, you know, because there was just so many challenges. And my purpose became, I did not put too much pressure in just, okay, I'm just meant to do this one thing, which is designing. Like I didn't attach my identity with that. Even mm. that is an ego. Mm. That's I realized that designing Delvina the designer is an ego mm. in itself. Um, so I had to let that go as well. Mm. Like I, I, I learned to let that go. Mm. Um, it became about waking up in the morning, meditating and taking one day at a time and just asking myself, okay, what can I do today? And there's no doing because so much of it is you think you have to do something but it's actually in you have to be and your purpose is to just sit still until your heart is loud enough to guide you mm. to tell your brain what you have to do today mm. and that's just it like that's my purpose just to wake up and see what i have to do and follow that heart follow that 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 the the whisper of the soul that tells me you have to do this is what you have to eat. This is what you have to meet. This is what book you have to read. And um, that's it. Like every moment gets presented um, by itself. And how has that impacted your life so far in terms of um, like your relationship, yeah. your, uh, your daily joy, and of course, the business? Mm. How do you think that? living that day to day rather than stressing about that year and mm. how has that affected these mm. external things um i've i still have gone through some resistance no doubt like some sometimes i have make a plan um and then the plan doesn't get executed mm. and then i fall flat mm. on the ground you know um, we had a business plan, I think three years ago, we wanted to create an exhibition mm-hmm. and we had invested 3000 and we had to lose that because it was not the right plan. Um, and then I fell flat on the ground and I had to accept that. Mm-hmm. So I still go through hardships and failures and my plans still don't make sense. And I still have to go through the pain and actualize it. Why? is it the way it is and why has hasn't this plan worked out the way i wanted so a lot of um a lot of letting go i still have to do a lot of letting go and i think this is part of being in as as as, a, as in this human body mm. is to still go through the pain and mm. learn from it mm. i i go through that sometimes i but wake it's made up it easier like it's this, made it this, e- this this way of living yeah. of spontaneous living yeah. like al- allowing the universe to flow through you and guide you yeah we would not be together today if it wasn't for that yeah. like if you were if you had an ego identity grasping at controlling your life mm-hmm. we've had so many things that are beyond our control mm-hmm. and we would have no way it's impossible we would yeah. be here t- today and we would have tremendous suffering so yeah. because there's so many life is like multi-dimensional there's yeah. layer upon layer upon layer of like 
things don't just go in one line. Like her business is like, I feel like as a couple, as our, mm-hmm. as this team, it's the icing on the cake. Yeah. Like we didn't realize, we think that's the main thing, our objective, but it's not. It's actually, it's, that will be the most successful thing we'll ever do, but it will be, it will only flourish on the back end of my ego being transcended. And that was the cake. Mm-hmm. And that was really, you could see, you had to like have that ability to step back and see what the hidden messages are. Like what's the the inner journey that's happening. Mm-hmm. And because externally, if you were just like, oh, I got to get this business done or make it this way or whatever, you're just going to just bump into walls all the time. That and is that is true because I we realized also later on that Delvina Clothing is not just me alone. Delvina yeah. Clothing is us two together. Mm. And in order for that to happen, means that Ne had to do a bit of catching up. Yeah. Yeah, which we're done. Yeah, <laughs> he had to do a bit of catching up. And <laughs> because that's, yeah. yes, yes, we need to have a strong foundation, the two of us. And Ne always felt like he felt a sense of responsibility towards Delvina clothing and he always felt that that oh, always it feels it, it makes you excited when you talk it about Delvina. cry like i've walked yeah. into your workshop and seen your designs and it's just it's like watching a genius do their thing it's godly like her dresses are um, they're amazing and they're not the world hasn't seen them properly yet and it comes from the other dimension so it would it was I just couldn't believe it. Like it was so amazing and it's so pure and I'm so passionate about your, like it's not your success. I feel like we're, you felt connected. But the way the universe has put us together, like we can't do anything without each other. So we, I, it's like, even if you wanted to push ahead and you're already on, let's say point, Mm. like all the way over there, I still have to, you can't move without me. And that's the problem. So we're, we have to like be we aligned. realize our inner work was the work that was the serious work to be yeah. done and then it became very obvious that delving there's no point pushing that button until the the trains caught up so yeah we, and 100 percent, you you you're correct because so much of when you say how the, how is that awakening experience mm-hmm. um affecting my daily life and um delvina clothing mm-hmm. and i feel like it's not just delvina clothing a big purpose of that i feel like it was to help nayan mm. mm. get out of wh- where, wherever he w- was meant to be mm. i had to have the strength mm. to be there for him well i suppose that's like you say when you had this experience you realized that you weren't delvina mm. was just who you were in this body but really everyone is connected in some way yeah. to everyone else and yeah. everyone is connected to everything in some yeah. way, right? like, yeah that's why when i don't know about for you guys but as i've grown deeper into meditation i've had more and more of a respect of animals mm. and yeah. nature and climate change is a thing for me because mm. as i get more connected to nature i realize that you know we're we're not only poisoning the climate we're poisoning ourselves yeah you know, when we do this kind of stuff yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I just wanted yeah. to, I just wanted to, what was it I was going to ask? God, I've lost my train of thought now. 
Ah, that's what it was. So in regards to like having this experience mm. and living, as you say, kind of day to day, waking up, doing a meditation and then absorbing whatever the universe is telling you in terms of signals like oh go talk to this person Mm. they might be able to help you in this area or go Mm -hmm. talk to this person you might be able to help them in this area Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. how did slowing down speed you up is my question to you in terms of Mm. how did like slowing down get you closer and closer to Mm. i guess the little markers you set along your way to reach your external goals that's a great question because there is no time in that dimension mm-hmm. so there is no specific goal you need to go to mm-hmm. it's one moment each moment is a universe in itself presenting to you so okay. you need to be able to show up mm-hmm. every second and that's the goal, showing up every second. Mm. If you miss the signal, you'll miss the next step. Mm. And that's when you're going to make mistakes. So with, in, in terms of accelerating my journey, well, there's nowhere to, to go to anymore. Mm. That's a great way to put it. Wow. Yeah. Mm. This is more relevant for me because I was like, I always had a problem of moving too fast and mm. that's, I had to learn to slow down and now I'm more I'm starting to see that the more brakes that are put on the further I can move mm. but it's yeah it's been more relevant for me because I feel like once you had that transcendent experience you just live from that dimension mm. of mm. no time came into you as well like yeah it's energy. yeah it's yeah. she became like an example of how I had to become like, so she's, Dell is like a signpost that the closer I am to being like her, the more I know I'm about to win at life. In and terms of your spirituality, you mean, or in terms of? Suffering, like, my exi- like basically fulfilling my purpose on this earth. Like, whatever this soul is meant to experience and do, I'm sabotaging it because of the presence of my ego. So the more, the more I am Nayan, the more destruction I cause. And she's not Dell anymore. So I have to, I see a transcendent human and I need to just keep doing the work to take those, that layer off, take, remove that ego and finally let go of it fully. Mm-hmm. And I see her life and it's perfectly smooth. This it's literally just water. And um, so she's, she's like, you're here to be, the symbol of of success of the spiritual success and if you can get to that point then you're you're no longer suffering anymore everything's just an experience happening through you and things just get easier in general yeah i I like i really relate to this yeah Uh, i think in terms of your meditation journey uh you're a bit of a mentor for me actually i can tell that already because i think i'm a little bit earlier i think i'm a little bit like you know, like mm. I'm a little bit early in this, mm. this in this journey, yeah. so that's really inspiring to hear. Like I'm, I'm yeah. really pumped right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Very, very cool. yeah. and that's I, awesome because yeah. every moment is perfect. Yeah, like is. you cannot lose this second. It's mm. the most perfect thing. Mm. You're never gonna live this second again. Like mm. that's the end of it. That's all. Yeah. It's gone. It's yeah. gone. Like this today is gonna get gone. Tomorrow is gone. And then do not lose it like yeah, 
because in this in the present moment there's so much like there's so much feeling in it and you you do your walking meditation and you feel that right being at one with nature or with the tree and to me that's priceless like i i live for that now yeah i i don't live for the big things and oh not even like like this huge goal and I, like my vision already came to me so i i i know where i'm going and i'm just letting the journey take place well, the journey is in essence the destination yeah. you're already there so just enjoy it exactly yeah. cuz the vision is already so clear I, like it's just i don't have to try to grab it and grasp it mm-hmm. like you I'm know just, where you're going I, like you know yeah. what your your soul is meant it's, to experience it's already it's written yeah mm-hmm. God has already mapped out this uh painting so I just have to like let go and a lot of it is just let enjoying it paint itself yeah like that's what it is isn't yeah. it because you know what the end painting looks like it, it, exactly now yeah. it's like the brush is being drawn yeah. by itself yeah. and that yeah. you just have to let go and a lot of it is like, a lot of acceptance you can't resist and this is where you have to listen to your heart and i would say meditation is the most important thing mm-hmm. you have to be able to sit and listen to your thoughts from gross to subtle until your heart cont- like be louder mm-hmm. you have to do that and that's our responsibility as a human being each mm-hmm. of us has got to do yeah. that mm-hmm. i love that yeah i'm probably going to make that like the starting beautiful Mm. and once you begin this journey and of meditation um, and you're on the path you wake up and you when you're starting to follow and see the signs Mm. you just have to keep following the next sign 
and then it's like the universe is always giving this beautiful um, reminder or suddenly you know you you wake up and you're like oh I, I see that color and then you see that color again later mm. on the term is called synchronicity mm. and I that what makes me feel high mm. being in this human body the Delvina experiencing mm. that when it could be the simplest thing like last time two months ago in my meditation like I saw a Hello Kitty <laughs> in my meditation <laughs> In my, in my, like, you know, like, what, what am I mentioning right now? Oh, no. like, like, I'm like, just like, Hello Kitty. <laughs> no, it's so crazy. A Hello Kitty just came into my third eye. And then later on, we were walking in David Jones. David Jones had a wall of Hello Kitty. Mm. And I was like, what? That is so crazy. Like, I saw that in my meditation. So it's like um, that that sign. It's it, it can be in the smallest thing, but mm. I, I live for that. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really, cool. that's really fun. Like um, joining the dots mm. from one dot to the other, to the other, to the next. Because you know the that there's no doing. You're not doing anything. Like yeah. I think there's a there's a a journey to grasp fully that idea that you're not doing anything. Mm. Like, why do I want to? Why did I want to play cricket? But you want to design clothes like why are you doing this podcast why were you climbing mountains and doing adventure stuff before like why does someone else want to do something else like you were pre-programmed to have this 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 Mm. life is match fixed like fully like it's fully fixed and it's it's kind of our own delusion to think we're in control like my heart is beating like constantly, like I'm not making it happen. Mm. Like, what is that power that's surging through my spine? That's, you know, there must be like hundreds of things happening simultaneously in my body. Digestion, my immune system must be fighting off some infection. My heart's beating, my lungs are breathing. Like there's all sorts of stuff Mm. happening. My arms are moving. So there must be all these electricity firing through my neurons and my arms. Like it's it's truly crazy to think that we are doing anything mm. we're not and but that's a journey to mm. understand that and it's suffering that takes you there mm. it's it, it's inevitable because mm. if you're in the delusion you will suffer mm. and you'll keep suffering until that mask you're ready to take yes. it off fully and, and, and you've I, done that yeah and i think every experience is given to you like even that awakening is given mm. to me yeah, that was that. needed to for me to go to the next step mm. for my purpose being delvina in this human body mm. and mm. so much of it was maybe for delvina clothing but so much of it is to be there for nayan like that's a big part of mm. being delvina is being there for nayan i mean i remember even much earlier on i did not understand him and his work um it felt foreign it I, I, like there was a separation with him being a trader and it just felt like it was too much risk and i never could support him because there was a resistance mm-hmm. in or fear maybe you know i would just use the word fear because it's more relevant and then until that experience came true suddenly the disillusion of delvina allowed Nayan to thrive with his work because I suddenly was like wow like there is that programming which you spoke Mm. about and that was so clear that okay he's meant to do this let's do whatever it takes whatever it takes 
for him to fulfill this purpose because it's he was born for that mm. and that understanding i think yeah. made me because nay did not have a single person backing him mm. and i was the first and had the strength was given the strength to be there next to him mm. um because i haven't seen anyone or heard any story that even was relevant mm. yeah. or yeah it, it, it yeah. just felt like a, a very unique story yeah. i mean I, i i just never felt that it was it was meant to be like this programming it, was yeah. just it's given to you like it's, it's, it's exactly given. what it's given. my soul needed to spiritually yeah. move forward it's yeah. like everything we see physically it's it's an illusion it's mm-hmm. not it's a symbol it's representing your soul journey it's not it's not what you're doing like this i mean there's two things i want to say about this like one is th- th- we're all everyone's always trying to tell each other what to do and that already is a part of the ego delusion because we're on our unique journey there's a divine timing for everything mm-hmm. we're not doing anything what you realize when you realize it is perfect for you in that moment. Yeah. It's like like today like all it is is my own story. It's got nothing to do with there'll be there'll be uh maybe a map that maybe kind of symbolizes the journey we all have to walk. Mm. But you can't like pick someone up and go, "Hey, do this." And then you get there like mm. you just do what you're meant to do in that moment. You'll know what you know in that moment and there's nothing it's just done. Like yeah. it's too divine. Like I can't you can't force me into taking that next step until i'm ready to take the next step mm. so until the universe yeah. says yeah until it's suddenly it's ready yeah. like it's taken me five years to get like we have had a big moment over the weekend i feel yeah. like i attended a funeral <laughs> um, yeah there was, yeah. it was massive it was very yeah it's yeah, yeah. i'm, I'm gonna imagining tell- you in a suit just like with yourself in the casket just like all right Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just what happened. Yeah. It, oh, no, I'm like I'm serious. Like oh, yeah, actually yeah. like I was saying to you the other day that the timing of this podcast like it had it happened last week it would be different to very different to what it would be today because mm. on Saturday my ego died. Mm. And it died. Okay, like, cool. I am on the right. I thought you were saying yeah. this before. You're no, like, it's no, real. No, we actually attended the funeral. Yeah, no, and, you were right. Yeah, okay, cool. I was like, but yeah, <laughs> but it's no joke. Like it was, it was, it's been years and years of like we taught, to- like I tolerated it, mm-hmm. and I got to this point on Saturday night where I was like, it's over. Mm-hmm. No, like I, it, it, it feels like a. the final step feels like a commitment mm. like you have to make that choice to let go of that mask that y- you've been wearing mm. and mm. i don't know it took so long to give it up it took slowing down right that's, yeah that's but, why i think that 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 like what dal was saying before yeah. about that how she had that experience and she was able to yeah. slow down when you slow down you can see that you're like yeah. okay this is actually what's holding me back yeah it's not like all of this external yeah, stuff no. boring and stressing about it. it's no. me it's this ego yeah and I, that's that's where yeah, like you're right i think for anyone listening to this podcast hopefully this is like a little slow down signal when they decide yeah. to start meditating and oh 100% that might lead them on the journey that they've always kind of wanted and craved you know? and meditating is like 
it's again this this people that confuse it it's just the practice of seeing everything in totality mm. just see everything for what it is and unfortunately the reason why people resist it is because it's going to bring up a lot of darkness that's exactly that. and that's and you're going to cry i mean i remember the first time i started meditating i think i cried for like how many days was it three days three days in a yeah. row i was bawling my eyes out that's because yeah. there was a lot of pain that mm-hmm. i had experienced through my suffering which was all done because my ego kept interfering with my process mm-hmm. and i had bottled that that all of that pain was just like shoved under a rug and it's literally just lifting the rug and everything comes out and that's all meditation that's all mm-hmm. meditation is yeah. that's yeah. all it is it's not something else more magical and a lot of these apps yeah they're great very momentarily to make you feel calm but it's really not what it is it's mm-hmm. real meditation is to sit on a chair and do absolutely nothing until things start coming up they just start coming up on their own you just do nothing you just literally a practice of doing nothing and on its own mm-hmm. things come up and it's difficult the darkness it's di- all the darkness is going to come up but as soon as you, it it's almost like a i i love this guy on um a podcast he kind of explained it like unread emails it comes up and the minute you've read it it's gone like this one less email that's exactly and you yeah. eventually you want to get to inbox 0 And that's yeah it's interesting um you were talking about the apps before yeah i do think for anyone who's like getting into this yeah like meditation can be terrifying the first time <laughs> you sit down you're like wow like, yeah. i really fucking hate myself yeah. you know yeah so like for a lot of people yeah. if you if you are someone listening yeah. to this right now i would i yeah. would suggest if you are terrified yeah. those apps can be a good little gateway you know, like it's a transition having like a voice there that's like yeah. you know it's okay that you're thinking yeah. this and then you get a few tools yeah that you can it's like going to yeah. 100% uh it's like going to a mentor really yeah yeah but on your phone yeah so i i think that is a good little gateway yeah. for people but i agree with you in terms of meditation i get far more out of like my walking meditation yeah mm. from just by myself yeah but i have the tools now to understand yeah when an emotion comes up like yeah Okay, this is sadness. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. Let it drift by just like a cloud yeah. does. Yeah. Whereas if I hadn't gone to mentors or if I hadn't used these apps, I'd probably still be wondering how to get rid of it instead of, of just being with it. And know? and that's what this conversation mm-hmm. is for to keep all the more we share these this experience it makes it easier. Like yeah. you people will hopefully go, "Oh, that's where I'm at." Mm-hmm. I needed to hear that. And Yeah. Um, and i think it's throughout the day this work is not oh i'll do it one day and i won't do it the next day it is full commitment all the time right all yeah. the time mm-hmm. it's seeing yourself throughout the day taking that 5 minutes okay where am i at mm-hmm. actually can i say something when yeah. you guys this morning when you came to the cafe so i was whenever before i do mm-hmm. any podcast i like to be as mentally clear of clutter as possible mm-hmm. so I, i tend to just go into my meditations and you know read a book or do something that'll just take my mind away mm-hmm. because i don't want to have a pre-planned um like set of questions because then yeah. i don't think like when yeah. you program like hey can you tell me about this and tell me about this <laughs> like there's nothing happening yeah. there's no yeah. real substance yeah. and when i saw you guys there was a moment where i felt like 
anxiety. Okay. And so that moment directly after you went into the cafe, I sat with that. And that mm. was, I was meditating yeah. just after you guys left. Had I not been doing all this work prior to learn about meditation, the fact that meditation is essentially just it's living. Yeah. Like once you really learn how to meditate, you're doing it all the time. Yeah. I was able to notice straight away and just let it go in and go out. And I was at peace. That yeah, is it. That's that it. is that's it. it. Yeah. Like what you said, the clouds, the small clouds, mm, mm. let them come and go. You are the ever-present blue sky, always yeah. watching. Yeah. yeah. The clouds just come and go. They, they don't define you. Mm. Don't let them define you. You're not your thoughts. Mm. Every time you feel like, oh, because your brain is designed to be negative. So it's always yeah. saying something or the other, even if you have, one billion dollar it will tell you a story that it's not going to make you happy mm -hmm. so catch that drop that catch it catch it it you, this is our responsibility mm -hmm. keep catching it and letting it go yeah. and don't let it drift too far and i think when even jealousy um like these stories are a part of the human brain mm -hmm. you can't avoid that it's inevitable yeah. but it's your responsibility to catch it and quickly catch it and then drop it. That's exactly it. It's your responsibility to catch and drop it, like you're saying. I yeah. think a lot of people, one, don't want to take responsibility. They'd rather something else or someone else is responsible for Yeah. Mm -hmm. And two, believe that the goal is to not feel emotions whatsoever. Mm. And you're just going to fail every single time if your mm. goal is to avoid emotions. And that's, and what, that's what that's what suffering is. Yeah, that's suffering what suffering. Is the of suffering. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like so, you're living in this constant cycle. Is actually that's what suffering is. You don't want to catch it, but then you will fall flat because your jealousy is going to come to the surface. You're going to have a fight with your partner, mm -hmm. or you're going to have a fight with your mother, or you're going to have this petty behavior that later on you're like, why did I do that? Like mm -hmm. it's it's gonna eat you up alive if you don't. Do the inner work. Hundred percent. So yeah, yeah. I, I really want to dive into talking about your darkness, but before I've got one more question for you actually now. <laughs> mm. Around, I've written this down from the other day because I was okay. really when you were telling me about it, I was like, wow, that's really cool. In terms of yep. the vibrations, right? Yep. So we kind of touched on it a little bit before. Yeah. When you were mentioning how you and they kind of had this vibration together, which is mm. how you guys have kind of, I guess, vibrated toward your goals. More. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me, what, like, what what do you think that's come from? Was it from that awakening that you kind of had that mm -hmm. you realized that everyone has their own frequencies? Yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah, I think the more I meditated long enough the more things became very clear mm. um in such a way that i will eat this particular food because that will make me feel good and if i feel good um that's the currency mm. vibrations and feeling good is the currency of my experience okay so let's say i eat the vegetable and I don't eat the fried food, right? And I feel good. Mm. And then that will lead me to another good decision. Mm. Um, and all of the those experiences like that I choose will lead to more. So it's like a ripple effect. Mm. And that's what our, what, what our vibrations do. Mm. So I think what I'm saying is that your actions, your set of actions create 
uh, your set of actions create vibrations and your vibrations create and determine your experiences in this life. Different vibrations as well, I guess, determine what you attract to yourself yeah, as well, right? That's what a uh, law of attraction is. It's mm-hmm. what level of vibrations are you emanating and that is the experience that has, that is going to come your way. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes, and vibrations are created through your set of actions. Mm-hmm. So as simple as this, right? If you want to have a good body, mm-hmm. what would you do? Eat well, sleep Eat well. well, go to the gym. Yeah, those are actions, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then the vibrations is feeling good, mm-hmm. right? And the results is a good body. Mm. So this is the equation. Yeah. And vibrations is just that something that we can't see, but we are constantly em- emanating its energy. Mm. And we affect each other all the time mm. based on our vibrations. And this is why even um, me creating Delvina clothing came from that understanding that when you look good, you feel good. Mm-hmm. Right? Action is the looking good. The feeling good is the the vibration. And then when you feel good, you actually create destiny. Mm. Destiny is your experiences. So the vibrations um, of feeling good or feeling the joy, feeling the love, like all of those vibrations are very high vibrations. And your experiences will be equal to that. Mm. So if you feel good, then you're going to meet a good person. Mm. And the same can be said if if you go into, let's use a workplace example. Let's mm. say you go to work and you're feeling like, oh, God, I've got these emails that I have to do. And oh, I have to have this meeting with freaking Jerry today. Jerry's name. Yeah. You go, you know, oh, Jerry. <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> then you're, em- you're emanating really negative vibrations. Yep. So naturally, the law of attraction, you're going to attract shit yeah. vibrations and it's going to make your day even worse and you're going to create exactly. a destiny which is not what you dream of, it's what you're nightmare of, yeah. right? Yeah. So essentially what you're saying is if you control or guide your vibrations in a positive direction each day, and that's where like meditation is it's really good. Yeah. Something else I do is have a freezing cold shower. Just mm, to like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, things like that. Yeah. Gratitude yeah. will yes. naturally start vibrating on a higher plane. Yes. And more of attraction you attract on people. Well, yeah. you attracted each other. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. You can control your experiences. Once you understand vibrations, you can literally control what type of experiences you mm. want to have in this world. Mm. Just by choosing the best clothes, um, creating that best version of yourself through your set of actions. Mm. Let's say, I'm, I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to drink, to, to drink green juice. I'm going to wear these beautiful clothes. You're going to feel your best. And when you feel your best, the universe is listening and the universe is saying, oh, you're ready. You're ready. You're ready for your next step. You're ready for this success. And then, like, it's just... Um, nothing is a coincidence. It's a. It's always a set of like beautiful outcomes, one after another, one after another. 
And this is why it's so important to, again, meditate and take responsibility. These are all actions. It's like going to the gym and you want to look good. You have to do the, mm -hmm. you have to lift the weight or you got to strengthen your body. You got to eat well. Mm -hmm. You have to do that for your mind as well, mm -hmm. which is um, constantly checking in, checking mm -hmm. in. Mm -hmm. Where is your decision coming from? Is it from your brain or from your heart? Mm -hmm. And this is the inner work that we all have to do. Mm -hmm. Um, and vibrations, we, the funny thing about vibrations, what I realized is that, you know, do you realize that sometimes you enter a room and the energies feel so off mm -hmm. or like it's mm -hmm. negative yeah. and then you just don't like it. That Like that's vibration, right? Like mm -hmm. you just feel it. It's a feeling. It's an intuition. But the most important thing about vibration is once you've understood yours, you don't, you become so sensitive. So you don't want to ever lower your vibrations for anyone else. Mm -hmm. So what you do is you hold that vibration constantly. Mm -hmm. Let's say you meet a negative person mm -hmm. and you don't drop to that level's vibration because mm -hmm. you know you're high. So what you do is you keep maintaining that vibration and you hold that wherever you go. And you allow people, if they're ready to come. Yes. To yes. Yeah, I had that experience the other day. I think I was telling you guys about the the really depressed couple who've lost all their businesses. Mm -hmm. yeah, that yeah. was like you're saying. Yeah. yeah. I think on the topic of vibrations, yeah. I mentioned this to you guys the other day at the cafe, but that's exactly what energy is, is mm. atoms rubbing together at a faster rate yeah. and interacting yeah. with each other at a faster rate. That's yeah. essentially vibration. Yes. And we're all made of atoms. Yes. So it makes sense that the more energy we create, yeah. the more enlightened and yeah. I guess yeah, the higher level yeah. I mean, the, the vibrations of this leaf or the tree, mm. if you spend time long enough with the tree, you become like the tree. Mm. Your energy yeah. mimics. Mm. That's that for tree. sure. Like, you only have to go to the botanical gardens and sit there oh. for 10 minutes yeah. to realize the difference in energy surrounded by buildings where we live and being in the gardens. Mm. Like, nature's energy, the vibrations, it seems to drop. Like, when I'm. You know when you're kind of like, you're surrounded by buildings and you're thinking, your energy is kind of like, kind of like vibrating hot, like, like this, it's like it's fast the and it's kind of fast. going up through your brain. Mm -hmm. You go to nature and there's this drop, like you just sink into the earth. You feel Grounding. calm and grounded yeah. and relaxed and, oh, I can breathe fully. Like there's a full breath as well that follows. So it's That's my for sure. Like it, yeah. you can... It's, it's a sense of it. You can just yeah. experience it yourself. That's why everyone loves to go to the beach and mm. go to the forest. Or Yeah, I think that's something that, unfortunately, with... Uh, I guess, like, it's not a bad thing that we are where we are in terms of, like, we've created a lot of amazing things as human beings on the earth, but then also we've lost a lot of touch with nature. Sure. And you just need to go back to, like, the Aboriginals, for yeah. example, in Australia. They would go on their walkabouts mm. and they would actually follow like energy lines yeah. in the earth because they were vibrated with the yeah. nature. They understood how the earth worked. And this is true in all ancient culture, you know. Yeah. And I think that meditation helps get to that. Yeah. But I think that people ages ago, I might be wrong here, but I think they were more enlightened than ninety-nine percent of people today. Because totally, they had all the totally. They were connected to the land. They didn't even yeah. have countries. There were no separations. They were following the, the yeah, stars. Were, exactly. They were following the galaxies, and they were 
um, you know, like during the Greek goddesses' time, like mm. the the our ancestors, they were so aligned with other um, people call it alien, but these days, but mm. it's actually just spirits from other dimensions mm. telling them, whispering, and they were just following from one land to the next, with no like no one telling them what to do and no labels of mm. oh which country to go to and. Mm. So you would hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. It's like the biggest illusion that we are, we we are moving linearly, as a, and advancing positively. Mm. Like we have such an ego collectively. Everyone's trying to say, oh, just because we're technologically advanced, we're not even technologically advanced. This is not. No one on this earth could build the pyramids with the brain they have today, mm. the consciousness they can tap into. This is the destruction of mankind not the advancement of mankind and you can see that with the side effects every single thing we do has an um, a net negative like it's you can just deeply look into anything we've invented it's always net negative um for humanity so they always mm-hmm. try to tell you that that mm-hmm. we we think like oh we're better than back then maybe the aboriginals are smarter than us maybe the value system like you said the other day about mm-hmm. um indonesians in the local Indonesians that their value system is different Mm. and it's more in harmony with who we really are. Yeah. I mean, they value and I mean, you'd probably be able to speak on this more than I would because I've been to Indonesia, Mm -hmm. Uh, but like I would assume like other places I've been like Vietnam and in Africa and and South America, these people's alignment is towards happiness and joy and connection as opposed towards money material and exactly freaking self yeah exactly exactly so like why who are we to say that they're stupid in fact they probably look at us and go yeah why do they care so much about that person doing a heartbeat photo yeah like why don't they just hang out with them and tell them they love each other yeah exactly Exactly. why are they not laughing why why are they always so serious you know like why are they taking a photo can't i just see it (laughs) Like, what are they doing? Yes. 100%. That's so something I struggle with actually sometimes as a, as a photographer and filmmaker. But what I, what I do when my brother and I go away to these places and create these like documentaries and take these photos is mm. I don't use my phone. Mm. So like sometimes like the locals are looking like, why are you using that big <laughs> thing? But for me, it's my creativity. Yeah. Mm. I love taking those photos because... Mm. Feels more it authentic. makes people feel more connected. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas if it was me on my phone, just like, hey guys, yeah, what's up? Yeah. yeah. I'm just like eighth wonder of the world. Like, that's me, just that's my ego. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, hey guys, look at me, I'm happy. Yeah. But really, I put the phone on my and who's convincing us the people that made all this stuff yeah the ones that want you to buy it and Mm. if you don't buy it if you don't have the latest phone you're what are you doing with your life yeah we get conditioned you know it's it's massive levels of conditioning that's pounded on us and and we y'all when we first met like in your walking meditation like i have to go back to that because it's so beautiful because First thing, no one really says hi to each other, like when you don't know someone. And I saw you early in the morning a few times and you smiled and said hi. And I was like, wow, this guy's so peaceful. That's amazing what he's doing. And I I knew what you were doing. And that's what it takes to like break away from this, Mm -hmm. like this destruction. Mm -hmm. And and would you say you're happier now than ever before? Oh, of course. I mean, I think I was pretty connected, like I was telling you guys the other day. 
when I was younger and all I did was surf. I was never yeah. on my phone. I surfed, yeah. I hiked, I climbed mountains, I hiked. Yeah. That was meditation, yeah. just in a different form. Yeah. Yep. Like for me, like, man, I kayaked some crazy stuff. Like yeah. I had near-death experiences a few Amazing. times. Wow. And But that for me was meditation. I yeah. think that's why a lot of people like alpinists, people mm. climb Everest and K2 mm. and all these crazy mm. mountains is because for them getting closer to death and understanding that they are really just nothing, yeah. just part of the whole, when you're mm. at that point, it yeah. is a form of meditation. That's amazing. Yeah, um, that's amazing. So I think that and was then... pretty like that. And then yeah. I went through a bad darkness, yeah. which... <laughs> that's a good little segue. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Let's get into that. You know what meditation? Just one, one more thing on meditation is like it just allows you to be so authentic. Mm-hmm. Like you can be yourself. Mm-hmm. Like like you walking without your phone and enjoying the tree, or um, that is you being different. Mm-hmm. But people will look at you and they know you're different. But we, we've become like a replica of each other. Like yeah. everyone, you look at on Instagram and every woman looks like Kim Kardashian. Yeah. <laughs> it's scary. It's because every woman frightening. is completely, like a completely different little arm of the universe. That know? frightens me. Me too. Yeah. yeah. When mm-hmm. when I look at that, I, I just feel like everyone has lost their authentic mm-hmm. self. Mm-hmm. And but it's weird that... Like you say, like I get a lot of people looking at me weird when I'm mm. walking in, in the park. Yeah, because I'm in the middle of the city, dressed in track pants, not yeah. really getting any fucks when anyone thinks yeah. about it. Yeah, and just walking incredibly slow. Yeah, but then it's interesting because I know, like in a lot of Eastern culture, mm. that's quite normal. Mm. So when I was in Vietnam and I'd be doing that, no one looked at me funny because yeah. they understood that he's just connecting. With yeah, himself. like that's all he's doing. I think it, the thing that scares me is that Western cultures, that their culture of speed, 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 and conformity, mm. and do what everyone else thinks you should do, is moving into Eastern culture, and that makes me a little bit sad. Yeah. You know. Yeah, the conformity is um, that scares me, mm. um, because mm. we are supposed to celebrate each other's uniqueness and differences mm. rather than making each other Mm -hmm. the same Mm -hmm. and i think that celebration is we've lost that connection Mm -hmm. of being different because we just get told what to do we get told how to do it and rather than find your unique voice Mm -hmm. and you're meant to be different and i think these days if you're different from even your girlfriends and this is why groups being in a group of full of, of, you know, like women, that makes you feel like you need to confirm. Mm. And we were taught to be like that when we were born. Go to school and be like everybody else mm. rather than um, like what makes you unique, like mm. find that unique voice. We mm. were not taught that. And I mm. feel like that's, I want to bring that back. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So how are you going to bring that back? Um, definitely true. Delvina clothing. It's all about empowering yourself and um, embracing who you are, mm. um, and being a woman in true Delvina clothing. I wish that you look good and feel good, and you can find your purpose. Mm. 
that's the message behind my clothing mm. is that I want you to feel your level best so that you get 100% confidence in fulfilling your purpose. Cool. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, that 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 makes me the happiest. Like seeing another woman thrive makes me the happiest. Like yeah. I I celebrate that and being different is just like, well, like I mean I I look at Neo our the girl in our cafe and she's mm-hmm. just she has this like different hairstyle every day, yeah. every day. <laughs> and that makes me happy and I'm like good good for you like yeah. you 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 doing what makes you happy and being different and embracing that like yeah, she's awesome. right like it's it's great it's great to be different